Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Movi. I'm Dr. Movi, and today we are honored with great guests. Let's welcome Coach Kellen, all the way from Canada, right? Yeah, Kellen Flukiger, all the way from the frozen north, Edmonton, Alberta. Hi, Kellen. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, you know, uh, we had, we were talking just a little bit before the show yeah. started about your own big transformation, and I. I spent 30 years as a, an executive in the energy industry in the United States and Canada. And during that time, I made a discovery like a lot of professionals do. I was barking up the wrong tree. I made a lot of money. I had a lot of outward success. And at the same time, I was struggling with depression. I was uh, in and out of rehab. I had burned through multiple relationships mm -hmm. and I hated myself and was miserable. And I had to make a radical change. And so in 2007, I walked away from all of it and started over. Mm -hmm. oh, very nice. Very nice. And so tell me a little bit about, uh, I know you started it. How is going so far for you? Well, uh, how it's going now or how it was going then? Now. <laughs> oh, now it's fantastic. Since I uh, started a new life of choosing to help people instead of work for my own uh, satisfaction and greed. I've written 15 books. I've created wow. a coaching practice that I have clients all over the world. Mm -hmm. And I, my, my, I only, I only do one thing really. And the one thing I do is I've made a commitment to help 10 million people figure out who they are and live into that truth, live into and use serve with their divine gifts. Very nice. Very nice. And with that, I will also ask you, how would you basically find or anybody finds you to get help i mean do they go to your website or how do they find you one of the fun things about having a weird name like kellen flukiger is i'm really really easy to find so if you spell my name right and you google it there's thousands of hits from my executive days all of the social media platforms well i don't know all of them nearly all of them linkedin youtube facebook instagram uh, I'm I'm very active there, so uh, you can get on my list, and I'll send you free stuff. You can follow me on YouTube or Facebook, and send a message, and I'm happy to chat with people. I don't sell programs per se. I just talk to people and see what they need, and then we figure out if it makes sense to do some work together. Very nice, very nice. So tell me, uh, you know, you have helped a lot of people. Tell me some of the demographics which you find it interesting. So I've worked with kids in college and I've worked with, I have a client right now who's a retired physician who lives in Baltimore and he's in his late 70s. Mm -hmm. And I have another client that owns a business helping people learn to freelance who's also 70. So all ages, there's a key differentiator. Um, we live in a society where we believe that we're entitled to a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And we also believe that solutions are all download and double click. Those kind of people are not good candidates for coaching. You have to be willing to do the work. If you want a new thing, you got to be a new person. 
Very nice. So, so you're saying that first thing is that they need to realize that they need to make changes to the current situation. Well, I, I use three words, hurting, looking, willing. And by hurting, that means they know something's wrong. Like they're not happy. It's going on. Maybe they feel some kind of depression, anxiety, frustration, dissatisfaction, mm -hmm. but they're hurting. Something's missing. Now that's just part one. Part two is they have to need, have to actually be looking for a solution because you know as a doctor a lot of people are willing to just live in misery and get along with you know pain for some period of time and sometimes a long time so hurting looking for a solution and then the third word is willing which means they're willing to invest time perhaps some money and most of all they're willing to make changes to who they're being Mm -hmm. lifestyle and attitude and everything else so they can have whatever it is that they want and find what's missing. Mm -hmm. And that is very interesting because now many times, you know, which is I find it very interesting is, uh, you know, people are gravitated more towards uh, things which hurt them, you know. So like uh, if they will have a lifestyle which is worse, they... So if somebody tells them to drink milk, they won't. But if somebody tells them to smoke, they catch that very quickly. Or if somebody tells them to start drinking, they even if you were not, you will start somewhere. I did that. I wasn't drinking. And then during some of the problems during the years of depression, I hooked up with a gal and she was a heavy drinker daily. And I started drinking and drinking a lot. So I did that too. It is, it is easy to go to things that numb our sensitivity. And it's a lot easier to go there and to swim in mediocrity than it is to climb the mountain out of the swamp. And uh, why is that? Why is that our brain is attracted towards that more easily than, than uh, doing good to you? Well, as a coach, uh, people will come and they'll say, well, I want to make more money or I'm going to start a business or I want to fix my relationship or something. And, and they'll be really sincere. And I'll say, okay, what are you willing to do to have that? Oh, oh anything. I I'm willing to do whatever I need to. And then we start exploring what's necessary. All right, well, let's start with this, this, and this. Oh, well, I didn't know I had to do that is sort of the attitude. And what it feels like they're looking for is, I call it the secret sauce that they sell on aisle 13 and a half in the grocery store. You know, the sauce you pour on your life today and get a different result without any effort. And there's no such thing. Well, so everybody's looking for that sauce or, or kind of that treatment or that lottery number so they can win the lottery and be happy. How many people come to you as a doctor expecting you to provide a pill and a prescription that will somehow fix it all? Oh, all the time. So okay. many times I uh, tell them, you know, answer lies. And I tell them, this is very interesting, but I tell them, you know, I spend all my years read, going to med school and all that. And, and I tell them, now look at me. I am telling you, that's not the real medicine. Your real medicine is not giving you pills and it's not about um, continuing your journey like this. You have to rediscover yourself, actually not rediscover, discover yourself um, it, because you have lost it. You are somewhere a different person 
this is not what you were born with or the qualities or the thing you have to find yourself first and if you can and if you don't uh, then unfortunately you are not going to gain so you can be on medication rest of your life very good for pharmaceutical industry food industry and all those industries but not good for your health i got a client who she struggled with depression and she was had been taking some form of antidepressant for 20 plus years and on the days she didn't do as well as other days oh the pills aren't working and it was all that thing over there you know i'm going to go get that thing it happened to be a pill that's going to fix me instead of choosing to take control of the levers of her life you know meditation self examination what habits and attitudes how am i showing up in life how am i interpreting things why am i giving my power away and feeling bad because externalities make me feel bad instead of saying wait a minute this is my life i'm doing this and you know since you have uh, done or dealt with the mental health many times people uh, don't realize but number one reason for mental health getting worse is because the human relationships have become complicated whether it's between family or between family members between kids parents and whatever we don't have time for that and then guess what we try to rely on medications drugs alcohol to fill that gap and then there there's no end to it right i totally agree and the, i i kind of not even jokingly say that meditation is much better for you than medication that is true let's start joking and the reason is number one reason is because your mind is there are neurotransmitters and then there is electrical impulses okay now they have seen that in studies after studies if you do meditation a couple of times a day even for a few minutes it resets you throughout the day and there is nothing like better than that okay. there's nothing better than that uh, you know you need to understand there are neurotransmitters in the brain which is normal but there are electrical activity happening which our neurons are firing all the time and when you do meditate and when you do uh, you know praying and all that there is change in your magnetic field and then there is a firing of those neurons it it actually helps them which calms them down and then you get very similar result as if you were sleeping or if you were in your deep sleep very similar and it resets your brain which is highly desirable through there was a book that i read the first uh, of the 15 books that i wrote the first five were a series about meditation because i'd been practicing that since i was young one of the books i read in for research on that was a book by uh, i've forgotten his name now forgotten his name now but it was how god changes your brain and it was a whole bunch of studies done at the university of pennsylvania and some other places about monks and others who did a lot of meditation and compared that to people that prayed a lot and everything and saw some really striking similarities in the electrical you know the uh, eegs in the brain and the brainwave patterns and how beneficial meditation was in terms of restructuring reorganizing neuroplasticity and all the rest to give you back a sense of well-being a sense of control relaxation get out of the panic and feeling like you have no control and all the rest 
and that is true and i many times i also actually encourage them that you know our brain is like antennas and all that good energy and bad energy unfortunately it can attract both ways so antenna can pick up electrical uh, you know good circuits too but it can also pick up bad ones too so it is up to you it is up to you what you want to cultivate here so if you want to pick good frequencies and good vibes and good people around you good company you will be happier and actually what i have seen and these are my views and which probably uh, that's how i believe is you not only take that you all give 100 times back you know because you're part of that same system then you become part of the nature you become part of these frequencies not only you're emitting you're also receiving emitting receiving receiving it if you do negativity you actually tend uh, to also do same and but unfortunately you hurt yourself because you lose your place in the nature paradigm or in all those and that's where you start hurting yourself actually nobody gets hurt believe me you are the one gets hurt the most i read a i read a book about a bunch of laboratory experiments that they've been doing for the last 50 or so years about the zero point field uh, where you know they're discovering the power of intention like someone's intention can influence random quarter flips and the whole idea of the connectedness that we all have energetically in that you know the zero point field and it's just fascinating because it, you know, that used to be the realm of nutcases and weirdos. Now there's a ton of, you know, well-documented evidentiary studies to demonstrate the existence of all that energy flow. And we can't explain it all, but we can see it and we can document it and we can prove that it does stuff. And then, you know, no matter what we say, there is a reason if you see every organism has these electrical circuits. So if we, if we, human brain has it, yes, that is true. They're more complicated, but every organism has it. And every cell generates those potential. And there's a reason. And there's a reason we have magnetic field around us. It's not just to propel all the bad rays. It's also changes a lot of our emotions and there's a reason all these fields are there because we think that it is it is for nothing no there is a reason believe me that's how i believe that if if you are going to change your frequency to better and thinking positive you will actually connect with all those good frequencies i have seen many times and i have seen uh, i give and a lot of people ask okay what is the bio biological rhythm okay well let me tell you let's say if you go out and you if you look at the blue sky you think it's there's a reason the sky is blue well guess what the blue light triggers your hormones in the brain tells your brain clock that this is day and this is night then all the good hormones, your adrenaline level, your everything is regulated. Every single cell is regulated by that. Imagine that. And then every part of your body is synchronized so beautifully with the outside. That's the reason 
you're, you have to sleep, you have to go out, you have to look at the nature, all the beautiful colors. There's a reason for that, right? There is not just for fancy, right? I, there, there is absolute order and the idea that, well, we see what happens the more we mess with it. The more we mess with food, the more we recreate everything and we do the genetically modified everything, the bigger mess we get. And another book that I really liked was uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton's The Biology of Belief. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure you've read that, that, you know, he did all these studies with cells right down to the cellular yeah. level that you're talking about and how they respond as a cell, almost as if they had a brain themselves and they were making choices yeah. among different sets of stimuli. And it's just amazing. And it, it impressed him so much. He was a you know, a hardcore sort of rationalist. And after he did these experiments, he's like, I give up. There's a, there's an order to all this, you know, he, he changed his mind completely and then wrote that book and some other stuff. And now he's a huge proponent of that sort of connectedness of all things that you're talking about. Yeah. And then there is an order and, you know, we can, you know, we can have all kinds of opinions. That's fine. You can name whatever you want. That's fine. But nobody can deny there is an order. And then there is a code and and it is in very well organized way. So every part of our body, every single cell is organized. And it's synchronized beautifully with the central clock of the brain. That beautifully should connect with outside. So it knows days and night. And a lot of people ask me, okay, I say, well, look at the bird. Okay, now they are up early morning. You didn't wake them up and they are looking for food and they are getting that okay they are getting every, every bird gets food we don't feed any of them so we can't we can't even do anything so uh, so they all get food but they all wake up on time they all eat on time they're not on medications okay and then they sleep on time look at us we are humans perfect okay we're supposed to be the best and then what happens? We are on medications, we are on drugs, uh, and then we eat at wrong time, and we think we are smartest. So I don't really know what good thing we are doing. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree. I, I, I don't think we're, we're the smartest. I mean, ha, we, cha we have a religion around money. Money's the most important status. We do things that we in the case of the birds, like if the bird did something really stupid because it wanted this particular seed over there, it would get itself killed. And it just doesn't do that. But we violate all those rules. We behave in ways that we know are wrong. We make ourselves sick with our minds, what we believe. We avoid, you know what I mean? We live this whole religion around money and pretense and status. And I you know, I'm a perfect example. I was caught up in all that, pursuing that for all those years until I woke up, I guess is the right answer. I woke up and became a bird. Not really, but you yeah, know, I got organized, you know. Basically, you got free of those. Uh, yeah. Don't. So our message is always don't fall in love with those. Uh, you don't lose. Uh, yes, you, you should have money. I don't say don't don't have money. But I mean, I, of course, I go for money to earn money, living. Yes, but don't fall in love. Love with with your health, with your well-being, with your uh, 
you know, spirituality and with your, uh, you know, goodness, look for goodness, helping others, that will get you more mileage besides just getting you your money, right? I, I totally, my, my, the message I share through coaching and, you know, my, I have a podcast also, write books, songs, everything I do is around something I call the ultimate life. And I define the ultimate life as a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. And so we're built to, the more we help each other, the better we feel. You know, we have neurotransmitters that reinforce that kindness and service and love and, and we feel better and we do better. And so we just, yeah, it's like if we just pay attention to the things that work in us, we're healthier, we feel better, all the negative things go down and surprise, surprise, we live longer and all good kinds of good stuff happen. That is true. Now, also tell me with your experience, I want to ask you, uh, we, uh, we asked you about demographics. Tell me which other, uh, did you find more males, females or all across? You know, I, my sense is that there's more women than men who are interested in personal development. And I don't know if it's residual, at least here in the Western and U.S. and Canada. I don't know if it's the macho sort of do everything by yourself or yeah, and that women are more emotional or something. I don't know. But my impression is that women are more easily brought to want to wake up, to want to connect with those kinds of truths. And most men, in my experience, I'm not generalizing for the world, were as stubborn and stupid as I used to be. And yeah, so yeah, I see a, a clear bias toward more women. Okay. So, and I think I have seen that too, that, uh, you know, we men tend to keep going, keep going. And it, it took me, uh, you know, also, you know, 30 plus years to realize I have to fix my lifestyle. So, you're not that wrong. <laughs> so, so I think uh, I would say I, would, I totally agree with that. So, but I think, uh, but main thing is, you know, it's never too late. That's another point. I love that you said that and thank you because often when I appear on a podcast or on stage, and someone will ask questions, they always, almost always ask, well, if you could leave one thing with the audience, you know, that question, right? Mm -hmm. What's the main thing? And I always say that. I say, I don't care where you've been. I don't care what's happened up to now. I don't care how many grumpy things have happened to you. It's never too late to matter, to change directions, and you can still have a big impact as you lean into your divine purpose and gifts, you take care of your heart, your soul, and make a choice to be a light and add good to the world. It's never too late. Yeah, and never too late. And, you know, but for same token, I get a lot of sometimes, you know, my patient is smoking, smoking for so many years. And they say, oh, doc, you want me to quit now? I have smoked 30, 40 years. I say, yes, ma'am, sir. Because the reason is, uh, you know, it. you never know. You never know what that can uh, bring good or bad. So why you want to walk on that still and you think you, you know that you're wrong. So then it's never too late to turn back. So 
and you know enjoy life you, we all get once live once we're not going to live forever so just enjoy your life and also appreciate appreciate uh, that you're blessed if you can walk and if you can eat and you can enjoy your life you are the most uh, blessed one so um, there are if you ever have a doubt come and walk with me in the hospital i'll show you there are people who can't even get out of the bed or forget about even can i put hand to their mouth so if you have any doubt about that i can show you yeah i believe it i believe it and i i'm grateful for you and other healthcare workers that have been that have been diligently doing good stuff during this difficult time but even before that you know people that complain about how life is and this hardship and that hardship and so and so did this or the universe or bad luck or whatever they want to blame and the truth is they're so blessed that we we live in this especially in the western society this idea that we're entitled to have everything go just right and the truth is we need to be a lot more grateful and enjoy what we have yeah and i you know it's a free invitation to everyone anybody who really wants to appreciate go and visit your hospitals go and volunteer sometime go and appreciate what humanity can be or if you think you are entitled to a lot of things go and spend time but don't listen to any network don't listen to even us just do your own work go and just spend volunteer time spend time with any homeless spend time with anybody who is uh, who does not have the same who or she or he either way does not have the same luxury of things which you have just spend few minutes few time just for appreciate that go down and volunteer at the food bank or the soup kitchen yeah. or salvation army i've done a bunch of that and you yeah. just you know it, it's like holy cow yeah you're yeah. absolutely right yeah and then you find your purpose that's my you know it's it's never, you don't learn anything uh different actually you run learn the basics that's what everybody should do in my opinion spend time and then you will find your message and you will find direction also so with that uh, you know thank you for coming to our show where people can find your i know you said i uh, just google your name and then that will come up so i i have a website it's my name it was uh -huh. easy to get no competition because there are no kellen flukiger so www.kellenflukiger.com i'm on facebook i'm on linkedin uh i have a youtube channel anywhere you'd like to i look at comments i answer people I'm available. My mission literally from the moment I wake up till I go to bed is to help people figure out who they really are and serve each other with their gifts. That's really all I do. Well, thank you for keeping up great work. And I appreciate highly, you, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate people like you. And because I wish we have so many of us uh, that spread the message and of hope and help people. Thank you for coming to our show. Thank you. You're welcome, and I thank you for the work that you're doing, too. Podcasts are often thankless and a lot of work. So thank you for your work to add good to the world and spread hope. Thank you, sir. Take care. Thanks.